Welcome back to We Understood That Reference. The MCU is vast and spans over 10 years of movies, and today we're going to be looking back at the best moments. I'm Claiborne. And I'm Nikhil. We're talking about 20-something movies here, so even the most serious fans probably can't remember every single moment, but there are definitely a lot that stick out. Before we get into those, though, I thought it'd be interesting to see um, which movie from the MCU do you think probably has the most moments that really stand out? the most quotable lines, the most memorable moments, which which movie do you think that would be? I think it's the first Avengers movie for sure. Yeah. So the first Avengers movie you think has the most quotable lines and all of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. It's like the most iconic. And I think that that was kind of the moment when it went from being like just a, a movie to being like a pop culture kind of moment. Yeah, I can see that because like you said, that's when it really... Um, flip the script in terms of these were just superhero movies and then this became something you know bigger than any individual superhero movie and um so there's there's a lot of great moments from that i'm sure but i kind of feel like endgame and black panther are probably up there Mm -hmm. and they kind of probably benefit too from being more more recent so obviously they're like fresher in people's minds uh but also i think you know marvel started to get the hang of it a bit better as well once they kind of knew you know what they're doing with this mcu um that's right you know they they kind of messed up maybe with avengers um the second one uh not so great but <laughs> um you know what they did with uh, uh infinity war and Endgame and a lot of that kind of era of movies just in general started really getting better i think oh absolutely they really like elevated the the genre uh in their last few years and you can see it like in the popularity and the box office and they're like the um, mm-hmm. just like the the online chatter and um it's just been you know growing exponentially yeah so from the avengers then what do you what do you think is the most memorable moment for you from from the avengers uh that moment when they all get together and the camera pans around them right before like the the final battle begins yeah so like one of those kind of iconic um really kind of like a michael bay shot isn't he famous for those kind mm-hmm. of moments where the camera um sort of spins around everyone right mm-hmm. yeah and and you know it's iconic because you know uh exactly what i was talking about even with that like weak description yeah well <laughs> you know it's 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 such a it, it's such a, a overused um i don't know gif and clip um and yeah. even picture right like anytime mm-hmm. you see uh, an article written about um the mcu they use that shot of um you know the hulk and black widow and everyone all lined up and posing um so that that moment you know definitely stands out and i think you know added to it is the fact that that's you know that is where like you said they all came together and it's that movie and that was like the culmination of um all these other you know kind of standalone superhero movies and now in that moment is really when the mcu shifted into being much bigger uh much bigger thing yeah absolutely i even remember um that shawarma sales went up like an exponential amount in 2012 <laughs> oh, yeah, after yeah. the Avengers came out. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a good um, follow-up. Uh, what's what's the best uh, in credit scene? Oh, good question. I think that, well... It's probably hard to beat shawarma, right? Yeah, I kind of like the one at the end of uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, spoilers. Which was that? Uh, the one with J. Jonah Jameson and the, uh, oh, yeah. the uh-huh. secret reveal. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that one stands out because it's such a, like you said, spoilers, basically. Mm-hmm. Um that's rare like usually the the um credit scenes in credit scenes are just kind of funny one-off gags like the the shawarma right. or they're very um 
very short, simple setups, like when I when we saw like Thanos or whatever, oh, yeah. uh, little hints at um, something to come. But that was a, a <laughs> whole scene with also a very significant reveal that um, you know Peter Peter Parker's identity is is out there now. Right. Yeah. It totally changes uh, not only the Spider Man franchise going forward, but like um, you know just the the tone of those stories and um, like what they're able to do with him. Yeah, and also introducing. Um, J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Yeah. So great. I, I mean, I liked it. I liked that um, J.K. Simmons is back in the role, but I kind of, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure if I like the whole, like the, the way they've changed the Daily Beat. How they modernized it into fringe. I don't know. Like, yeah. I think, like, I, I said this in a previous episode with regards to um, DC's take on um, Lex Luthor, where, you know, mm-hmm. they updated him to be a tech billionaire. And I, I'm looking forward to it because it's, it's a good character and he's also, also just such a great actor. Um, you know, I, I loved how he played it before um, originally, but I think it makes sense to update it for for modern times because mm-hmm. that character doesn't exist anymore. You know, we don't we don't know who uh, uh, this kind of outspoken uh, newspaper editor guy is. Those those don't exist these days because newspapers are dying. Um, the real uh, people who have that kind of journalistic power. Uh, pseudo journalistic power i guess because it's more of a tabloid or something um but uh the people who have that power now is something like a like an info wars or these um uh you know online uh influencers mm-hmm. yeah i guess that's true but I, I feel like the like the daily bugle was such a a big part of you know both the comics and a lot of yeah. the um like the original trilogy yeah it really changes it really changes that mm-hmm. and you'll never get the dynamic between um Peter Parker, J. Jonah Jameson, and Spider-Man, like that three-way kind of um, triangle. Yeah, because they kind of skip it, right? Right. It's it's <laughs> basically skipped. Yeah. Uh, but that's interesting because I, I I like how the MCU's you know not afraid to just reinvent stories altogether. Um, so you know I think it's nice to get something fresh and new. But I can see you know you're missing out on on the iconic um, uh, Spider-Man uh, <laughs> banter, I guess, between yeah. those two. Um, speaking of Spider-Man, then you know he's obviously new uh, to the MCU or somewhat new. Uh, do you have any favorite Spider-Man moments so far? Um, good question. Um, my favorite uh, the do a flip moment. Do you remember that? The which moment? In the first one uh, when he's like when he's he's out and he's talking to like some hot dog vendor, and then uh, the hot dog vendor says, uh, "You're you're Spider-Man, right?" And he's like, "Yeah," and he's great. Do a flip. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I like the. Um, maybe this is my bias as a fan of Lego, but I like um, his his sidekick buddy friend uh, when he drops his his Death Star. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, his Lego Death Star. I think that was the second one, right? That was uh, Far From Home. Um, no, I think that's the first one actually. Oh, it is. Well, okay. um, yeah, yeah I think so. he's like in a he's in a room. Oh yeah, I guess that would make sense because he wouldn't. He probably wouldn't take his his Death Star to uh, Europe with him, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good one. Um, speaking of which, I guess, uh, you know, obviously there's a lot of uh, funny scenes, uh, funny moments throughout. You know, I, I guess when when you think of MCU, you don't really think comedy, but they've done a pretty good job, I think, of mixing kind of traditional superhero kind of action stuff uh, with uh, pretty pretty funny moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you do you have any favorite funny, uh, funny moments from the MCU? Which ones made you laugh the most? Oh, that's a good question. There's a lot. Um, I would say that I think 
You know, actually, I think like the, the the Spider-Man movies are pretty funny, along with um, yeah, like some of the the Avengers movies, especially the the first the first one has a lot of good good jokes. Yeah, that's where the um, I understood that reference. Right? Is that the first use of it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we got our name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is a good one. And that there's a lot of comedy to mine. I think in um, early on in Steve Rogers and his kind of blast from the past uh, mentality. That that was always fun, especially like in the. Um, the first Avengers movie and, and the um, the the Winter Soldier too, like the moments of levity in that movie were kind of from Steve Rogers and him not knowing anything. <laughs> yeah. So you think Spider Man is is the the funniest? Would you say the funniest uh, movie or franchise? Yeah, I think I would say, in my opinion, like the funniest franchise. I think that it has that like lightheartedness that a lot of mm-hmm. the other ones don't. Um, yeah, I think it does a good job of carrying that through through the whole Spider Man films. They're they're always. They're always, you know, less less severe, less uh, maybe stressful and dramatic as the rest. They still have a lot of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot at stake, and they have the drama and the action and fighting. Yeah. But I guess you know him being younger, um, yeah, it, it just it makes it feel a little a little more light. Yeah, that's true. I still remember the beginning of uh, Far From Home. He's like, I have a plan to, you know, uh, to like get Mary Jane, and and he has like this big elaborate plan for that he's explaining to Ned. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I like. Um, I'm gonna say Ant Man. I think Ant Man's probably the best uh, humor wise uh-huh. overall. Like, probably doesn't fit in it great as in like you know the best franchise of the bunch. But I think there's a lot of lot of humor there, particularly because of um, Michael Pena. Yes, his character uh-huh. um, is is hilarious. That I, and that actor is so, is so surprising. I watched him in some other movie um, on on Netflix. And it's it's so serious and dramatic. It's just it's basically like he's just playing this working class dystopian type guy, mm-hmm. and nothing in that movie was funny at all. And then to go to you know see him in Ant Man, where he's just he's such a hilarious guy. Specifically when he when he tells those stories. Do you remember his uh-huh. his uh, story scenes where he has he has like yes. two of those? Um, and the first one, you know, is, the first one's great, and then the second time around is just amazing because it's such a, a perfect like callback uh-huh. and, and like i i wish they would do like um some kind of like webisodes with him just explaining uh mcu moments like if he would just retell the story of um, all the different mcu movies as like a catch-up <laughs> for fans that would be a great yeah. way to uh frame it oh that would be awesome yeah they should start every movie with a, a recap uh, you know like in, in, <laughs> in tv shows they have like previously on so yeah on the show you know before every yeah. movie, they should have him. And then he'd be like, <laughs> he'd come in and he'd be like, yeah, man, so recap. Uh, yeah, so I was talking to my homie, this guy, and then he, you know, he told him <laughs> that his sister was over here talking to so-and-so, and they saw this guy, Thanos, and he was like, <laughs> just that, that whole way he tells it. And also the, you know, the cutting, cutting between really fast and having his like voice coming out of uh, uh-huh. the other actors as they're basically saying the lines. Uh, that's good. Oh, but right. I'd also say that um, uh, other than Ant-Man, Guardians of the Galaxy is, is up there too. Like mm-hmm. those Guardians of the Galaxy, I think works better uh, overall. Uh, but it's yeah. also such a hilarious um, uh, franchise. Uh, particularly, you know, obviously Chris Pratt is is great, uh, and and Rocket has some good moments. But I think I think Drax really uh, steals it in terms of comedy. Oh yeah, especially in the in the second one, I think Drax really takes off. And and yeah. in, in in Infinity War too, he has a lot of great moments in that movie. As well. Yeah, the only problem for me is I, I, I have a hard time remembering, um, you know, which movie all these things come from, and especially now that they've been involved mm-hmm. in, in in the the Avengers like crossover stuff now. So sometimes, you know, it's a I know it's a Guardians character, 
but maybe it was from you know in game or something um but uh, i think probably my favorite i don't know there's so many great drax moments but (laughs) i think the one that got the biggest laugh for me uh was the 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 mantis look out (laughs) after she gets smacked (laughs) by the whatever it was meteor or something yeah Uh, that was just (laughs) so Uh so hilarious and unexpected (laughs) and then of course i think another big one that's that's probably more famous uh probably i would say the the most popular uh drax funny moment is the why is gamora Oh, yes. And did you know that that moment was actually, it wasn't in the script. That was just, um, uh, what's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, what's I heard that he improvised it, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great line, especially the, the you know, the, the, the tense nature of that scene with, um, uh, you know, the Avengers, I guess, meeting the Guardians for the first time and they're fighting each other. And I forget who's mm-hmm. being held hostage. Spider Man, is he being held yes, by? That's right. Uh, Chris uh, Pratt and he has a gun to his head and and uh, right. and then <laughs> and Iron Man's there and they're like you know uh, fighting fighting each other and mm-hmm. it's just like what, what where is where is Gamora uh, who is Gamora I'll do you one better why is Gamora <laughs> yeah that's that's a good one he has he has a lot of great moments yeah. uh, um, also another one that uh, so I did it wasn't as funny um, the first time around but I like it because of the callback um, he's there's a part where he says something about having sensitive nipples. Oh yeah, and that line, that line itself is a funny line, but it also just feels too kind of left field, and it's like it's it's almost like too easy, like oh you're just saying something silly, uh-huh. okay whatever. But the fact that then there's a callback when he puts on the the vest thing or whatever it is, and he yeah. says he says ow my nipples. <laughs> uh, so so because it had the setup and then the perfect payoff, uh, that that works really well. But if it was just him, you know, the one off of saying he has sensitive nipples, it, it wouldn't have been as good. Oh yeah, so true. <laughs> yeah, uh, who would you say would be the funniest character then, overall? Oh, overall. Like I said, I said, I said, like Michael Pena and probably uh, Pena and Drax yeah. probably are like in my top, uh, like in terms of comedy relief, pure uh, humor. Uh-huh. I think yeah. those two are probably tied for for first place for me. Yeah, I think you're right. Like I think those are the two kind of. Um, uh, where the, their sole purpose is kind of comedy relief to an extent. Um, I think a lot of the other main characters are pretty funny, like definitely um, Iron Man, you know, Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the only thing there is I, I feel Tony Stark's, um, the, the, his lines, his attitude, everything kind of starts, starts to blend together, you know? So um, mm-hmm. it, it feels like it, it's always just kind of a parody of Tony Stark at, at this point. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. What about the cat from? Um, oh yeah, from Captain uh, Marvel. Captain Marvel. That, that 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 was a pretty good. Uh, uh-huh. Some pretty good comedy from that cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Although I was as expecting so much more about the story of uh, um, the Fury's eye patch than than yeah than yeah. No, I, I think that yeah. was that was a nice. Um, I don't know. They kind of like pull the rug out from under you in a way because you you are expecting you know it uh-huh. to be some grand reveal at some point and then and then this turns out to be what it is. Yeah. Um, so you know, they they answered the question everyone had uh, on their mind. They did. Uh, uh-huh. I think I feel like that question. Um, I mean, sorry that that movie doesn't get a lot of uh, a lot of love. Then it, it, it has some really good moments mm-hmm. in it, uh, particularly because of Nick Fury. I think you know Nick Fury is such a great character, and he got a lot of time, a lot of screen time on that. That's right. Uh, what's yeah. what's what's been your favorite Nick Fury moment? Oh, um, in in Far From Home when uh when he's trying to recruit spider-man and he's like um he's like oh you know i'm just your friendly you know neighborhood and he's like bitch you've been to space (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, the, the best Nick Fury moments, I think, come from when he's really, he's really kind of um, walking that line of being Samuel L. Jackson. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's those kind of winks to that character, like uh, even before he gets uh, dusted at the end yeah. of uh, Infinity War as well, uh-huh. and it cuts off that, um, you know, the, the famous Samuel L. Jackson word. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he's a really good character, and he's been around... He's, he's been around since like the beginning all 23 movies and it was cool that like you finally got a lot of good character development yeah. from him so so far down the line yeah especially with yeah the captain marvel movie where he got quite mm-hmm. a bit um are there any 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 characters who maybe you know didn't get quite as much screen time as um like nick fury but these side characters uh who who are the most, most memorable ones that stand out sort of like the cat or or michael pena um, which mm-hmm. which characters are just uh, you know really good even though they're not you know the main yeah. the main cast. Well, I think we need more Michael Pena in in Ant Man three. Yeah, I think I, I I honestly think they really need to bring in a new director for that for for the third one. I heard that they're mm-hmm. not and they're bringing Peyton Reed back, but I really wish that they would get a new you know kind of new creative juices in that movie because like they have a lot of good stuff to work with i just feel that mm-hmm. it's not living up to its potential and they need more yeah. michael pena they, they need to like get him his own like disney plus series or something yeah i think it'd be great if they could actually um you know have him become a superhero somehow like you know they did with um uh-huh. uh mackie oh yeah so just you know he's he's a side guy he's a side character uh-huh. have him even if he you know inherits the suit from uh uh ant-man whenever he gets tired of it or you know oh, yeah. there's plenty of there's plenty of superheroes in the marvel world i'm sure he could mm-hmm. fall into some gamma rays or something and and get some cool powers yeah that's a great idea i, I really um, am on board with that um but paul, paul rudd's immortal so i don't think that he'll ever give up suit. <laughs> yeah yeah he won't be <laughs> retiring um so what about uh the best lines uh, there's a ton of lines obviously um we we already talked about the i understood that reference line uh-huh. which has become a meme and has inspired the uh, name of this podcast uh but mm-hmm. what other iconic uh lines what are the most iconic lines from the mcu so far oh ah, there's so many um i think the the i am iron man is is like an iconic uh-huh. line because it's just like the kind of the bookends of of the you know the first movie and and the, the you know end game um what else? Wakanda Forever. There's also that. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, for sure. And the way that that, that movie just became a pop culture like phenomenon um, yeah. was pretty amazing. Yeah, I feel like um, people are going to be tricked in real life into thinking Wakanda is a, re- a real country. And I wouldn't be surprised if uh, you know, a lot of kids don't don't <laughs> realize it's fictional. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure there, there have already been people who have called Wakanda a real country. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure um, Thanos Thanos probably has a lot of um, uh, quotable lines as well. I, I think people like to say the, oh, yeah. the, the, something like all things in balance or, or whatever that, that oh, yes. line is that he uh-huh. says, um, his philosophy. And um, should have gone for the head. <laughs> I'm surprised that there aren't as many um, catchphrases because like, to me it seems like catchphrases are pretty common for mm-hmm. like um i don't know, like like superhero stuff or you, you would think yeah. that there'd be catchphrases and like wakanda forever is a great catchphrase for black panther but it seems like he's the only one that really really has one like you know obviously um uh-huh. spider-man's kind of catchphrases are the uh, the line about um with great power comes great responsibility oh, and yeah. the mm-hmm. other the other iconic one is um 
the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. And, mm-hmm. they, you know, they've, yeah. they've, they've referenced both of those. Uh, they don't really, you know, overuse them or anything like that. Uh, but Wakanda Forever is a really good catchphrase, but you don't really hear much um, from anyone else. Like, like what is, what's Tony Stark's catchphrase or, or Captain America's catchphrase? Well, Captain America has, I can do this all day. Right. He said that and, a few times. Yeah. And uh, what else? Because, um, because like the the power of that that callback was that you know when he was uh, a kid and getting be- mm-hmm. beat up in an alley, he used to like stand up for himself and used to say that you know he, he I can do this all day. And then he he yeah, um, it was that determination he had that that um, yeah. persistence even before he had the the super soldier serum. Uh, so it was mm-hmm. really inherent in him, the real him yeah. versus um, you know what they sort of turned him into i guess um so yeah that that's that makes it pretty powerful but they don't they don't use it enough it seems like that could be something that you know if, if you want to make it a catchphrase you would it would be more than just you know a couple moments you know the, the setup mm-hmm. and the callback um that it would be kind of kind of like uh star wars is uh i have a bad feeling about this you know where it would be kind of a oh, running yeah. mm-hmm. a running line through the through the series Oh, I think Marvel's a little careful not to like overdo certain things. Otherwise, it becomes a little a little tacky. Yeah, but I think I would think it would help with uh, merchandising. Yeah, that's true. That's a really good point. But I, I feel like even in, in Endgame, they were kind of making fun of themselves a little bit. There was a lot of like self-referential gags going on in in Endgame. So other than lines, um, you know, they it is a superhero franchise. So you know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of fighting and action. Uh, what would you say the best fight scene? And I, I feel like I know what you're going to say. Um, the best fight scene in the oh, MCU so wait, far. Wait, you know, you know what I'm going to say? I'm, I'm not even sure. I, what I, I'm I think say. so. I think I know what you're going to say. Uh, probably the end, uh, the end, uh, ending scene in Endgame. Is that what you thought I was going to say? No, I thought you would say Civil War, the Civil War battle between oh, everybody, yes. everyone fighting it out. Yeah, that that's a good one too. That's probably second. <laughs> I don't know. I like to, to me the end game. You know how I, I mentioned before. I don't like how the MCU does too much um, fighting faceless bad guys, uh-huh. and that was the issue with the end game too. It was cool that they brought everybody back, but they brought a bunch of heroes back just to you know punch a bunch of random aliens in the face. And mm-hmm. it's it's a little it's it's better when you have um, you know the real people fighting. Like like Civil War uh, works sort yeah. of better for that because they're real people. But the other thing, the other side of it is, you, you know, you, they're both, they're all the heroes. So, you know, nobody's going to die. Uh, so that takes away some of the, some of the stakes of the, <laughs> the actual fighting, but it still looks really cool to see uh, everyone fighting each other. Right. Except Rhodey almost did. War Machine. Yeah. I think, I think it was a mistake to not have killed him, but, um, cause that's the, the issue is, you know, you, you know that they, they don't kill people off enough, um, just in general in the MCU. And that might be true in comics. Uh, in general, or if they do kill people off, they they write them back in somehow because you know they got to keep <laughs> milking that that franchise and that character. But um, but you know it would raise the stakes more when you know people can die. True, true. So what about um, visuals? So we talked a little bit about the CGI stuff, and you know they they kind of look funny whenever they're doing the the de aging. Although I think mm-hmm. they did a pretty good job with um, Hank Pym. I thought his de aging probably worked the best. Um, in in those in the ant-man uh movie but um Mm -hmm. so far in terms of like just visuals just really cool scenes cool looking scenes what have been the 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 best for you oh great question it could be fighting it could be whatever just like you know this is an awesome scene a beautiful scene i think that um infinity war and um guardians of the galaxy volume two 
were the, like the best like visually stunning movies out of yeah the i liked a lot of the ego stuff i don't know if you're referring to that for guardians <laughs> 2 or yes. not but but yeah, yeah the ego everything that was the, the planet even even the whole pac-man thing is as stupid as it was mm-hmm. um just just all of that kind of creating creating stuff from their imagination and it was it was all really good and i think guardians in general just because it's um you know out in space has some pretty cool yeah uh pretty cool scenes just uh with those you know planets and things you just need to find a woman who is pathetic like you i guess now is a good time for a quick ad break or it would be if we had any advertisers we do have a patreon though you want to tell the listeners about that sure so it's patreon.com slash w-u-t-r pronounced water exactly but it's spelled w-u-t-r water anyway People who like our show, they can go to Patreon and support the show. Yeah, I'm actually a thing. I'm a being. But I also think Doctor Strange had some pretty cool visuals as well with like, I guess it kind of seems kind of like Inception sort of, but you know how they had like the folding buildings and all of that. Um, That looked pretty cool. And and the Dormammu fight uh, or whatever it was um, where he was, you know, constantly going back in time and facing him in different... uh, Mm -hmm different ways like I, I thought those are pretty pretty good visuals there yeah it was really cool the way they like um in some of the scenes they like paid homage to uh steve ditko and like the uh, like 1960s like psychedelic art that he used to do uh that was really cool yeah and we talked a little about the um you know that that spinning shot of the the avengers um from the mm-hmm. from the original movie as well uh and that yeah. that was a really good um you know good good visual scene there too and it was early on but i think in general the mcu hasn't been very strong in terms of visuals really and it seems odd because like you know comic books are very visual and you would Mm -hmm. think that they would have a lot more of those kind of iconic um you know picture scenes basically and that was like the only time that really stood out early on everything else like the iron man movies um you know they were they were made just very much like your standard movie would be made right like there wasn't a lot of um those michael bay type shots you know as corny as michael bay movies are he does have that style to him which i would say is a little more um you know what you would need in terms of comic book because he really frames the characters in a way that um you know he does that spinning shot and he has the camera looking up at them and it makes the characters really stand out Mm -hmm. and there wasn't a lot of that in early uh mcu uh stuff but then i think they they got better at it and certainly a lot of the um the, the more recent ones have have those better uh, better shots of characters where you just look at it and say, oh, this is a badass moment right now. <laughs> oh yeah, you're totally right. Um, I think that in the in the first uh, Spider-Man, the um, Spider-Man Homecoming, there was that moment where he like um, he's trapped under some debris, like the warehouse he's in collapses, mm-hmm. and he has to like lift himself up. They were trying to recreate like an, one of the iconic moments from from the from the books. And um, I don't think it really worked. It just, it feels, because the visuals probably aren't as strong. Like, I don't know, I didn't see the comic, I don't know the story there, but you can't just, like, take the story from a comic and then just make it out like a, a, a normal movie. Like, yeah. it needs to have a stronger visual. And it just felt like they were always playing it very safe in terms of visual, the visual look, even to the point where the colors, you know, it's very um, desaturated look. There's not as colorful as comic book characters usually are. And that's why like um, Guardians of the Galaxy really stands out because that was one of the first ones where they really went a different direction and they had color and they had a lot of nice visuals. Um, 
but of course, you know, it's easy, I guess, when you when you literally have mm-hmm. characters who are different colors. Um, but you know, you could have done that with Captain America's suit. Didn't have to be so dull, so dull. And mm-hmm. Iron Man's suit even is is dull. Like, why can't it be a brighter red? Why can't um, you know Captain America's shield be brighter and colorful and stand out? Mm-hmm. Uh, instead, it looks kind of dark and and you know desaturated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, that's a that's a really good point. A lot of the earlier movies were uh, a lot lot more desaturated, a lot duller, um, like the color scheme. And then around um, yeah, like around 2017, around like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, there was kind of this shift where it, um, the the just the overall aesthetic of the movies became brighter and more colorful. Um, and I think the reason they did that in the beginning was to give it a more realistic look because um, in the beginning they didn't want to make it too colorful because that um, kind of made it seem a little too well. Like, and that was the style back then too. Was it was probably you know fresh off of like. Um batman begins and those kind of things where right where people expect real realism and so Mm -hmm. they kind of i think you know went too far i mean not you know i'm glad they didn't go the super realistic gritty route but still uh you know dc the dc universe did the same thing with like superman being very very dark and dull and and it's it Mm -hmm. just doesn't really make sense um right but yeah yeah. but they've gotten better at it now especially with i think thor ragnarok um you know thor before had been a lot darker uh, and now Thor Ragnarok made it a lot more um, comic booky. You know, they're not afraid mm-hmm. to 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 be kind of out there yeah. and you know psychedelic, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it, it it works. Yeah, I think it's really great. I think it's them like really owning them, like the uh, the source material and like you know just kind of I don't mean it's not tacky, but like being themselves, like owning who they are, and like you know if you're if you're a comic book, be a comic book. You know, don't try and be a you know a, a '90s uh, a '90s action movie. <laughs> yeah. So if we're gonna talk best moments in the MCU, I think we could break it out by best um, moments per Chris. Ah, yes. Because there's Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, <laughs> and Chris Pratt. So what would uh-huh. you say would be? Let's start with Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth's favorite or best best moment in the MCU. Oh, his best moment in the MCU. Um, I like the 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 part when he's giving that pep talk to um, uh, um, what's her name, the um, oh, Tessa Thompson's character, mm-hmm. Valkyrie. Yeah, and he's got the bowling ball and he's giving the speech about uh, what it means to be a hero, and then he throws the bowling ball at the uh, the window, expecting it to to shatter and have this big like you know heroic moment, and then it bounces off the window and hits him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um, for me, uh, I guess Chris Hemsworth moments have probably been the the lower points uh, of the the MCU. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Thor, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but I but definitely um, Fat Thor has has been oh, yeah. has has been a good uh, a good one for me. So I, I think pretty much any of his Fat Thor moments have have been great. Um, what about Chris Chris Evans? What's the top Chris Evans moment? So I'm a big Captain America fan, so I think that um, there's a lot. I think that um, there are a lot of like iconic moments in the first uh, Captain America movie, um, mm. like when the Red Skull is like, "What makes you so special?" and he's like, "Nothing. I'm just a kid from Brooklyn." Um, that's a good moment. Yeah. Um, I love the uh, the fight scene in the Winter Soldier when it's just. Um, just the two of them and they're like on the on the street and there's like um the winter soldier has that knife and he like stabs the uh the um 
the van and it's just like you know chris evans and and sebastian stan in like hand-to-hand combat uh i love that uh what else did i love um all the moments in civil war between chris evans and robert downey jr yeah are my favorite my favorite um chris evans moment has to be him fighting himself <laughs> from um <laughs> from in game when he goes in back, back uh-huh. in time to steal whatever gem or whatever they're whatever, okay. whatever they're after there whichever infinity stone and he just the way it, it's gr- such a great moment obviously it's a, it's a funny gimmick anyway on its own mm-hmm. but in terms of storytelling even just to see sort of how far he's come as a character because mm-hmm. it's basically him as his more kind of more jaded self uh, more mature and nuanced version yeah meeting his old um you know his old self where he was uh you know naive yeah and you know just this kind of do-gooder and so it was yeah. uh really good for that reason too um but also isn't that where we get the um the the america's ass from yes exactly wasn't that yep. in, in that scene yeah yeah so I, I think i think that's uh the, the winner for me for for the best chris evans moment yeah and that's just an awesome moment in general when you can like look back at yourself you know 10 years ago and be like that guy was an idiot that's a good thing <laughs> yeah. that's a really good thing yeah, that means that you've yeah, grown you can't, you know yeah if you if you look back at yourself 10 years ago and you're like hey i'm still pretty smart then you're like uh-huh. oh so you so you've had no growth huh <laughs> yeah exactly uh, speaking of no growth i guess we can move on to chris pratt oh yeah uh the best chris pratt moment what would you say Ooh, um best chris pratt moment I can think of the worst Chris Pratt moment. <laughs> okay. What's, what's the worst easily. Chris Pratt moment? When, when uh, in an Infinity War, when he hits Thanos instead of just like chilling for like two minutes. Uh-huh. When they had him, when they were trying to get the glove off. Yeah. And he ruined everything. But I guess, you know, it's, it's in line with his character because Star-Lord is, is sort of, he's supposed to be kind of a uh, self-obsessed ass. So he's, he's, not, yeah. he's not the brightest bulb um <laughs> i really liked though his introduction i think it, it was in, in in um the first one when he's um stealing the orb and that yeah. the music playing and him dancing and kicking that that space rat <laughs> that that was right. a really good moment i think I, I think it's always hard to top that um but I'm, I'm sure he's had some some other good moments in there yeah i think that's one of the most impressive things about uh the first guardians of the galaxy in general is just the way that it set the tone for like all of the like mcu cosmic movies going forward you know because that's a really difficult thing to do to have that balance between uh you know something that's grandiose something that's you know um comical and something that's like easily accessible and you know it kind of did all three of those things balanced all three of those things very well yeah it's it's still it's still really good like you know the guardians of the galaxy 2 i don't think you know was quite as good as it uh as Mm -hmm. the first one um and then it's always great to see the any of the characters in you know in game and however they want to be used in in the MCU in general. It, they're all they're all great characters, but that first movie is just it's just so so perfect. Yeah. Um, that you know you can go back and watch that anytime, and it's just it's a great introduction to all those characters, and um, mm-hmm. it's just a good movie overall. And then the the scene where uh, Rocket steals that guy's uh, leg, I think it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a good one too. And then the fact that they called it back in Infinity War when he wanted um, the Winter Soldier's arm. Yeah, he has he has this thing for um, for prosthetics. 
Yeah. Uh, and then who's our third? Who's the other Chris? Did we get them all? I think so. I mean, they, there's probably another Chris. It's such a common name, but those are the three big ones, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I imagine there's probably a side character that's been named Chris, but uh, unless you want to throw in a uh, a Chris Pine moment from oh, yes. from the from, DC from Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say when he blew up, that was a good moment. That yeah, that was that was my favorite. Spoilers. <laughs> So I think we, we can't really um, end an episode on best MCU moments without getting into um, sort of the guy behind it all, uh, Stan Lee, who had mm-hmm. cameos in all of these. Do you have oh, a, yeah. favorite, a favorite Stan Lee cameo? Yeah, and so I think my favorite is um, the one where he's revealed to be uh, a watcher like one of the watchers yeah that's that's that one of my in. favorites too i guess I, I i don't i didn't know it was like a watcher but i'm, I'm guessing you're thinking you're talking about when he's like up in space talking to some yeah some alien dudes right and he's like um telling them the stories that i think they all relate back to his cameos right like the story he's tell, telling is he, mm-hmm. he says something about being a fedex driver yeah that, that was the one for right Civil and War. that's one of his cameos and that's i think that's probably one of my favorite cameos of it of his is um that one you said it's from civil war no no so the the one where he's uh revealed to be a watcher is from guardians volume but the one where he's the fedex and then the one where he's the fedex yeah that one is from civil war okay yeah that's that's the one i think that would probably be my favorite stanley cameo because Uh he he shows up he he knocks (laughs) he says i got a package for tony stank And uh, I forget Captain uh, Captain America or whoever it is that's there. I think it's yeah, Captain it America. Was, uh, says Rody. It was a uh, War Machine. Oh, okay. He said he's like he's like yeah. This is Tony Stank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just such a funny funny line. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> so yours is the yours is the Watcher. I, I think one that stands out pretty well too. And I guess it, it might have been an early one. Maybe is um, the 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 Hugh Hefner one, right? Was that was that the first one? Yeah, the Iron Man. Uh, that was an Iron Man two, I believe. So it was pretty early. I think that's probably why it stands mm-hmm. out so much too, is because it was one of his first MCU cameos, if if not the first one. Did he have a cameo yeah. in Iron Man? You know, I, I'm I'm thinking about it right now. I don't remember if it was Iron Man or Iron Man Two. It might have actually been the first Iron Man. Now that I think about it. So that that one was um uh, a good one too. I like um, in Ant Man. He was in the story. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, he was in the story in in Michael Pena's story. So I, as a bartender, oh right, so that was that was a fun one. I also like the uh, um, the the cameo in in Spider Man Three. This isn't the MCU, but way back in mm-hmm. in um, Sam Raimi Spider Man Three when he's like talking to Peter Parker. I thought that was kind of uh, cool. I don't remember which Spider Man it is. I think it might have been the the ones that were no good. Um, but there's one where he has a cameo where like he's in a library or something, right? And yeah. like Spider Man's mm-hmm. fighting behind him. And destroying everything, but he has headphones on, so he doesn't even know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one too. I don't think anything can top uh, Tony Stank, <laughs> and just the way the way he delivers that line, it's 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 pretty hilarious. Um, oh yeah. But I do like I forget which one he he had the line about the about wanting his shoe back. His shoe back. Do you remember which one that was? I just I remember a Stanley one where oh it was it was a Thor one. So um, you know the professor guy from Thor. Okay. He's like he's in a psych ward I think or something, and he's talking. He's like he's he, the the joke is you don't you don't realize who he's speaking to, but he's he's 
uh, got like a whiteboard behind him or something and he's holding a shoe and he's like he's like trying to explain something to people mm -hmm. like he's a professor you know he's got stuff written on the on the blackboard and he's waving this okay. shoe around like it's um, a pointer and he's saying you mm -hmm. know I, I don't like like no no there's there's aliens out here and if you take the magic bridge here or whatever you know he's going on about all this stuff and then it like mm -hmm. pans over and you see that he's in a psych ward and there's just a bunch of like patients hanging around playing uh -huh. you know dominoes or whatever and ignoring him mostly and one of them is uh stan lee uh -huh. and he says can i have my shoe back <laughs> <laughs> nice so, th so that that's that's a good one too just because of the line just the the can i have my shoe back is funny and then whenever you realize yeah. you know it was that that guy was holding the shoe the whole time i can't believe that uh you've talked about thor the dark world in the mcu greatest moments <laughs> episode yeah, yeah it was it was it i guess it was dark world probably huh yeah. Because in the first Thor, it, it, it he was uh, driving that car, trying to move the hammer. He was driving the pickup oh, yeah. truck, trying to move the hammer. Yeah, I think that was probably one of the weaker ones for me in terms of a Stanley cameo. Because yeah. that could be anybody. Really, it doesn't. Uh -huh. There's no reason for it to be Stanley. Oh yeah. Um, but but yeah, still still a good funny moment. Yeah, true. And then Ragnarok, he cuts his hair. I don't remember the Ragnarok one. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of a quick one. I also like the one in. Um, Spider-Man Homecoming where, um, he, you know, Spider-Man's catching that car thief that's not a car thief, and then he sets off the alarm, and then uh, suddenly pops out of his window in Queens, and he's like, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> keep it down down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he's doing his, like, get off my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good one. Yeah, it's going to be weird. I wonder how many um, are left. Do you know if we have any Stanley cameos uh, no, we, left that he's no, we, filmed? We, no, we got them all, unfortunately. Uh, Endgame was the oh, last one. I'm surprised. I would have thought, like, you know, if I were Stanley, I would have told mm -hmm. him, you know, just put me put me in front of green screen for three hours yeah. and I'm going to shoot. I'm going to shoot just a ton of lines for you to use. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, he did the last... That way, you know, he could be in there forever. Yeah, that, oh, that would be great. That would be awesome. But he, I heard that he actually did the last four together. So he did uh, Guardi Guardians Volume 2, um, uh, the Captain Marvel, and then Infinity War and Endgame um, all together. Uh, and uh, mm -hmm. James Gunn was the one who directed um, all four of those cameos. So unfortunately, I guess that's the, the last of the stan lee moments that we'll have but um the mcu itself will live on far beyond him and hopefully continue to bring joy to lots of people uh so there's going to be a lot more uh great mcu moments to come so we could probably do another top mcu moments podcast episode maybe like you know who knows 10 years from now <laughs> and see see how these original best moments uh stack up with uh whatever is left to come be sure to tweet at us at WUTR podcast and let us know what your best moments have been and check out the next episode next week. Well, look at that. You made it to the end of this week's episode. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or whatever you listen to podcasts on. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook at WUTR podcast. If you like the show and want to support it, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash WUTR. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for more superhero stuff.